Hey, how's everybody doing? Welcome to our Good News Podcast. Listen, I just tell you right now, I'm going to be, I, I'm going to face it. Uh, I know I'm late. I should have been doing our podcast uh, every single week. I know I'm three weeks late, but I do have a good excuse. I promise you, my wife always says, you always have an excuse. Yes, I do. I do have an excuse, but this is a good one. See, listen, I have an office at home and I had set up everything. We had our roadcaster set up. We had our mic set up. We had our laptop, notes, camera, action, lights, ready to go, right? But there was one thing that I was missing. What I was missing was doors. So the way that my office is set up is kind of like an open space. And so I realized that I didn't have doors. I know I should have realized it sooner, but that's the reality. I didn't have doors. So it was really tough to be able to try to record, right? We're a family of five, party of five, wherever we go. And, uh, and this is it, right? So the kids are making noise, climbing things, you know, jumping, watching TV. So it was really, really hard to be able to record in that type of atmosphere. So I figured I'm going to record at night. And uh, that doesn't work either. My wife and I, you know, we just uh, welcome our our last edition, maybe to our family, uh, baby Olivia. Uh, yes, she is amazing. She is so cute. And thank you for all the pictures and, and all the comments that you guys have been sending all the love. And um, and yes, so we are, you know, it's really tough to be able to record a podcast when you have your newborn sleeping, right? So even if I decided to do it at night, my voice projects. I'm actually a very loud person when I speak. And so it was definitely not working out. But guess what? There is good news. As you see here, I ended up, we ended up bringing our equipment to the office so that I could record this podcast for you. And this is what's going to be each and every single week. We have good sound. We have good lighting, uh, a great atmosphere to be able to record. And don't worry. I know this is kind of boring. What you see right now in the background, if you're just listening to this, if you go on our YouTube channel, you should be able to see what I have in the background. Fairly boring. But I'll tell you this, it will not be like this forever. Everything with the Lord, everything that's healthy with the Lord always goes, moves forward. It gets better and better. Healthy things grow. So uh, this is not going to be the only background you'll ever see. It's going to just get better and better and better. Anyways, all with that, I do want to tell you this. I do have an exciting message for you. I have three points. It's going to be very, very clear, very, very easy to understand. Uh, I want to share with you what I've been sharing with our church family, which is our Victory Series. So today's podcast, the title would be, is The Secret to Constant Victory. The Secret to Constant Victory. So let's dive right in. And uh, I want to read to you from the word. It says, Joshua chapter 1, beginning of verse 2, we're going to go all the way to 9, and it says this, Moses, my servant is dead, therefore the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Let's just stop there for a second just to give you a bit of context and background. Moses was the leader of Israel. He was leading the people. They, they spent a lot of time in the wilderness, but now Moses is dead. He passed away, and you have a new leader, which is Joshua. And this is a very strong promise that the Lord gives Joshua. And it tells him this, verse 3, it says, I promise you what I promised 
Moses. Wherever you set foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you, listen to this, as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Verse 6, be strong and courageous for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Hallelujah. Point number one, constant victory is God's will for your life. Point number one, Constant victory is God's will for your life. Why is this point number one? It's because unfortunately, people are not sure of what is God's will for them, for their life. Is really, Pastor, are we really supposed to be going from victory unto victory? Are we really supposed to be living a victorious life? And the answer to that is yes, we are supposed to live in constant victory. Our portion is not supposed to be that sometimes we go from series of ups and downs, from mountains to valleys. Our life is and should constantly be from glory to glory, strength to strength, and victory unto victory. That is what God has for our lives. Now, you were able to see it in Scripture. This is what the Lord actually tells Joshua, right? His, his servant at the time, he's letting him know. He goes, I'm going to promise you the same thing that I promised my servant Moses. And I want to just tell you this. That same promise is for you and I. That same promise is for you and I. Every time when my wife and I brought us here, uh, sorry, when the Lord brought us here to BC uh, from Montreal, this is what the Lord spoke to me. You know, wherever the soles of your feet shall tread is land that I have given unto you. And we believe that when the Lord brought us here is because we're supposed to be taking over the land. We're supposed to be bringing the presence of God into this beautiful province called British Columbia. But Anyways, you have to be sure, you have to be convinced, you cannot be double-minded about this subject. Is victory mine? Yes. Am I supposed to be, you know, always victorious? Yes, you're supposed to always be victorious. That is a life of the believer. Now, I know there's there's maybe you've listened to different types of messages. Maybe you have heard somebody else tell you, well, what about A, B, and C? Well, what are those A, B, and C? You know, people say, well, what about if this happens? What if I face certain opposition? What if I face this trial? What if I face this tribulation? Well, guess what? Good news for you. There's a verse in the Bible for that. And it's John chapter 16, verse 33 says this, I have told you these things so that, you, so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world you have tribulation and trials and the stress and frustrations, but be of good cheer. Take courage, be confident, be certain, undaunted, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of its power to harm you and have conquered it for you. Isn't that amazing? If you were asking yourself, what about trials, tribulations, all these things? 
The Bible doesn't say that we are exempt from those things. The Bible tells us that those things may come. But guess what? The scripture reminds us, take heart. Our Heavenly Father is letting us know, take heart. You know, I have overcome the world and its power and ability to be able to harm you. That is what the Lord is letting us know. Don't be double-minded about this subject. Don't let your situation, don't let your circumstances define your theology, but let the theology that you have define your circumstances, your experience, and whatever it is that's going on in your life. The reality is this. I am not saying there will not be a lion and a bear. I am not saying that there's not going to be a fiery furnace. I am not saying that there's not going to be a lion's den. I'm not saying that there's not going to be a giant in the land. What I am saying is, yes, there are tribulations. Yes, there will be trials. But take heart. Jesus said, I have overcome the world. That's what I'm saying. Point number one, you have to know that constant victory is your portion. It's for you. Don't second guess it. Don't say, well, this is my reality right now. So is, is really victory for me? Yes. Don't look at your trials. Don't, don't focus on your trials. Don't focus on the frustrations. Don't focus on the circumstances. Understand that at the end of the day, God said, I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. So victory is ours. Now, I know, I know, I know. You're saying, Pastor, is this just the only passage of Scripture? No, there are many more. If I could just tell you, a lot of people say, man, you know, well, Pastor, this is good for you, and I believe that God wants people to be victorious, but I don't know if God wants me to be victorious. Well, don't be double-minded. That is a terrible thing to say. Most people say, oh, I, I identified as Job. You know, maybe I'm like Job. I'm not like anybody else in the Scriptures. Well, find another Bible character that you should identify yourself with, but, you know, Listen, if you find yourself in a place where you're saying, well, pastor, maybe I'm just like Job. I'll tell you this, Job, even though he went to trials, even though he went to certain things that they were hard, they were not easy to go through. I'll tell you this, at the end of that book, you don't just read a passage and make a theology out of it. You read the whole uh, book, right? You, you read the whole book of Genesis all the way to Revelation the same way you read Job to understand what the message of Job. And so you see clearly that at the end of Job's life, the Lord actually restores to him everything he lost. He restores to him double, double the riches, double the family, double the relationships, double the blessing in everything. And you have to understand this. Some people think, oh, God brought this on Job. No, it's very easy. If I could just help you today, please get this. If this is the one point that you're going to get this so that you're not double-minded about things, God is good and the devil is bad. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. Everything that's terrible, you know, trials, tribulations, that's from, from the enemy. Everything that's trying to destroy your life is from the devil. So if you, you find yourself and you're saying, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just like Job. I'll tell you this, Job's life, most scholars believe that it only lasted for two, two and a half years, the trial that he was going through. So I'll tell you this, if you feel yourself that you're in a, in a frustration, in a season of frustration, if you feel like you're in a season where, man, you're in a terrible trial or, or tribulations and all those things, take heart. Take heart because if you are saying, I'm just like Job, then just like Job, the Lord will restore to you double 
double the blessing. Whatever it is that you lost, whatever it is that the enemy stole from you, God will restore to you double. Do not be double-minded. First point, like I said before, constant victory is God's will for your life. Man, if you're listening to this right now and you're driving, I want you to just say it. Say it with me. Say, constant victory is God's will for my life. Constant victory is God's will for my life. Now, we're going to jump to point number two, but Joshua, Joshua chapter seven says this, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then listen to this. You will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continuously. Meditate on it day and night. So you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then, Listen to that. It's very important. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. The Lord ends with this. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So what is this second secret when it comes to living a constant victory is this study this book of instruction continuously study the word of God study the word of God see I'll tell you this this is what happened to me actually this weekend actually not this weekend uh, at the beginning of the week this is what happened to me so my wife and I have been going through a discussion if you will for the past two years, what type of bed should we have? You know, a, a queen size or a king size or king ranch. I don't know what you call it. It's like extremely big. And so now I'm a guy, I love queen size bed. I'm so cozy next to my wife. Don't get any ideas, but that's, that's just how it is. You know, I'm cozy. I love being next to my wife, but she wants the space. She's like, you know, we need space. And, and as the kids are, are, you know, are coming into our bedroom in the middle of the night, yes, they've come at 3 a.m. and they want to, you know, wiggle themselves in. She's like, we need a bigger room. And, uh, you know, sorry, we not only need a bigger room, we need a bigger bed. We need a king size bed. So finally, I said, sure, babe, we're going to get a king size bed. You know, I'm tired of sleeping on the ground when the kids come in. So, so we're going to get our king size bed. So we got the king size bed. And I asked one of the, uh, our, our friends from, from church to come, one of our brothers from church to come and help me build, right? So we took it apart, uh, the bed that we had, and we put it in the basement, and then we have our new bed that's being constructed, and, you know, we're ready to go. It's amazing, right? So it's going really, really fast. My wife comes into the room. She's like, wow, you guys are doing great timing. I'm like, yes, it's perfect. It's very easy. You know, I remember we had, you know, looked at the instructions. We glanced at it, and we were building. Then we get to a point where we realize, my goodness, uh, there's something wrong. So we realized that we had missed a tiny little part within the instructions. So we had to take it apart and we're like now starting over, right? Like we're starting over and I tell you, we were doing great timing and now we're doing terrible timing. We see an hour passes by. Two hour passes by. Yes, you think it took you two hours to, to do to make the bed. Well, not to make the bed, to to build the bed. Yes, it took us two hours. And he has all the tools and we're going. They give you the honestly the stupidest little tools like to work with. You know, even though he brought his tools, we have all this stuff. And and so why did that happen to us? It's because we read the instructions. 
Let me rephrase that. We glanced at the instructions and then started building. Most people have the same attitude when it comes to reading the Bible. They're like, you know, saying, they're actually saying these things, right? God, like, why am I not living a victorious life? I've read your book. And in reality, they haven't even read it. And actually, the this, this scripture reminds us, it says, study this book of instruction continuously. Most people say, well, you know what? I've read the, the Bible. Really, you haven't read it. You glanced at it in the same way how I glanced at those instructions. And then we're, we're frustrated. Why? Because the bed is not being made. And you're saying, why am I, am I not experiencing victory after victory? It's because you glanced at the book that God gave you when in reality, he's saying, study this book and you will be successful. Don't let it depart from your eyes, right? Meditate on it day and night. And that's what most Christians do. They just glanced at it. And when you glanced at it, you're obviously not getting every single detail. You're not saying what part is important and this is what I should change in my life. And this is, you know, what I should take out of my life. And this is what I should implement. And this is what the love, this is what the Lord loves. This is what the Lord likes. We're just glancing at our scripture when in reality we should be meditating on his word. His word is life. His word is light. His word is amazing. That we should be people that actually, you know, study this book of instruction continuously. And when you do, I promise you, you will, be, you will see the blessing of the Lord. It's not just reading God's word. It's obeying everything written in it that will bring forth his blessings. I'm going to say that again. It's not just reading God's word. It's obeying everything written in it that will bring forth his blessings. That's just a reality. How do I know that? Because when you read, you know, like in Joshua chapter 7, verse 16 to 26 is the story of when, uh, when Israel gets defeated by a tiny, tiny city called Ai, by a tiny, tiny army called Ai. And now this tiny army only had 12,000 people in, in, the, in, this, in, in the city. And, and so, you know, this is, you got to remember, this is in chapter 7 of Joshua. And in chapter 1, we read it before that we're supposed to be living from victory to victory. This is what the Lord tells Joshua, right? I'm going to be with you. You have victory after victory. You got to understand this in the previous chapter that, you know, Joshua and the Israelites had just defeated the, the, the you know, a crazy army, you know, the uh, Jericho, it was powerful. They were, they were undefeated. Chapter 7 comes around and the Israelites lose to the tiniest city, this tiny town, this tiny army. Why? Now, when you read this passage of scripture, I won't read it just for the sake of time, but there was a special instructions that God gave to Joshua and, and the Israelites to be able to, to win every battle. And in this particular case, he said, you know, when you go in there, burn everything, take the silver, take the gold, take all the precious jewels, what belongs to me and bring it to my treasury. Now there was a man in the camp who, you know, obviously did not want to follow those instructions. And what did he do? He ended up taking things, 200 pieces of silver. He ended up taking a gold. He ended up taking a, a robe and, and hid it under his tent, the scripture tells us. Now, this is a story, obviously, of Achan. And, and so Achan, really, he ended up sinning against the Lord. The Lord gave special instructions, but he disobeyed those instructions. And it cost him his life. 
Why am I telling you this story? It's because you're saying, Pastor, we're supposed to be living from victory to victory. This is a victory podcast. Yes, my son. Yes, my daughter. This is a victory podcast. But the Lord has told us there are special things that you need to do. There are instructions I am giving you. But how could you know those instructions if you are not in the word? If you are not in the word, you will not know the instructions of the Lord. So obviously, you know, that what was happening, the reason why the Israelites lost against Ai is because they did not follow instructions, those instructions that the Lord told them in order for us to be able to experience victory after victory. Now, what was the Lord really saying? Is it really because he cared about those things? No, he said, you know, this belongs to me and, and follow it. You know, and, and a lot of people, you see, when it comes to the area of victory, we cannot speak about victory without speaking about giving. And this is what happens to a lot of people. They're saying, Lord, uh, uh, every area of my life looks like it's flourishing. Every, area of, every other area of my life looks like it, it's going well, it's doing well. But this area, in the area of finances, it's actually not going well. And I'll tell you this. It's because a lot of people, instead of you letting things go, the scripture talks about in Malachi, right? Uh, Honor me with the tithes and the offerings. Do not rob me of these things. Don't rob me in the tithes and the offerings that are due to me, the Lord is saying. And we're, we're prospering in, in healing. We're prospering in, in speech, in victory, in our relationship. But in the area of finances, we're not. It's, I'll tell you this. is because, you know, you're supposed to release to the Lord what belongs to the Lord. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, but give to God what belongs to God. And so this is an area where a lot of people don't follow instructions. Follow the instructions that the Lord gives you, and you're going to see how your life changes completely. When you give unto the Lord with a cheerful heart, the Lord, man, he says, you know, this is an area where I could trust my son, where I can trust my daughter. I'm going to bless them. Now I could bless them. Why? Because they're not holding things for themselves in the same way how Achan did. He was holding things for himself. Therefore, destruction came. I'll tell you this, let those things go. Be obedient to what the Lord says. When the Lord says tithe and the offering and the offerings that are due to me, tithing means the tithe. Of what you make, a 10%, not 5%. I've met people that, you know, they, they say, well, I'm tithing. How much are you giving? 5%. Maybe that's why you're not prospering in the area of finances. Anyways, point number two is this. I don't want to dwell too much on that. But point number two is study this book of instruction continuously. If you do, I promise you, you're going to go from victory unto victory. Point number three. Ah, uh, you can't. Well, you know what? Point number three ties with point number two. And uh, you know what? I, I won't, I won't uh, spend too much time. Maybe, yeah, I just won't spend too much time on it. This is the reality. This is what Achan had said. He says, it's true. I have sinned against the Lord, the God of Israel. Among the plunder, I saw a beautiful robe of Babylon, 200 silver coins, and a bar of gold weighing more than a pound. I wanted them so much that I took them. I wanted them so much that I took them. Let me just tell you this. Don't love something so much that you can't give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord completely. And when you do, I promise you, you will live a victorious life. A victorious life. Now, this is my point number three. We'll jump that one that I had because this is a reality. Point number three, if you're listening to this podcast, is where does victory start? The scripture tells us that we must be born again. The old King James says, ye must be born again. Again, John, 1 John chapter 5, verse 18 says, We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning, for God's Son holds them securely, and the evil one cannot touch them. You must be born again. 
in order to experience constant victory, in order to live a victorious life, the beginning point is this. You must belong to the kingdom of heaven. You must accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. Now, yes, we do these podcasts for, for people who, who already put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, but the reality is this, that some Christians are listening to this podcast and maybe you ended up falling away. Or maybe you're in search of something and, and, and you ended up falling upon this podcast and you're saying, okay, let me go back to the things of God, but you are not living right. You're not living the right way. You're actually, for some reason, uh, you know, you went to the things of this world instead of turning to the things of God. Well, it's very easy. I want to just lead you into a prayer. But before I do, you got to understand one thing, because I believe that if you're listening to this podcast, God is drawing you in. The Bible tells in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him would not perish, but have everlasting life. So if you're listening to this, you're saying, Pastor, lead me into this prayer. I actually want to experience victory, and I want Jesus Christ into my heart. I want Him to be my Lord and my Savior. Well, let me lead you. It's very simple. The Scripture reminds us that it is by believing in our hearts and confessing with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. That is how we attain salvation. So if you want to make things right with the Lord today, yes, even by listening to a podcast, I want you to repeat this after me. Say, dear Heavenly Father, I give you my life today. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in your blood. I believe in my heart you raised Jesus from the dead. I confess with my mouth Jesus Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords and my Savior. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Fill me with your power. Where I was weak, I received strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you stuck this long with me, welcome to the family of Christ. And yeah, I just love it. I love it. This is why we do these podcasts, so that people have an opportunity to hear from the Word of God and and have a true encounter with Him. Now, this is the end of today's podcast. And I I want to ask you one thing. I want to ask you, if this was a blessing to you, go ahead and share it with other people go ahead and share it on instagram on on tiktok wherever it is whatever platform you use go ahead and share it if it has blessed you we believe that it's going to be a blessing to somebody else you know sometimes people ask me pastor i want to share the gospel of jesus christ i'm just a little bit timid to go out on the streets well obviously we'll work on that you will make sure to get you on the streets but uh the best way that you could share the good news right now is by you know, putting on your social media, let people know that you are listening to this podcast, a life-changing podcast, where you are full of faith, uh, full of victory, and at the same time, you know, people's lives get changed, transformed, and renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit. I love you guys so much. I will be with you, don't worry, next week, doing our weekly podcast, now that you have it. Also, we're on YouTube, so go ahead, uh, follow us on YouTube, and uh, you can listen to this podcast on um what is it? Where you, anyways, whatever platform you can listen to this podcast, you will definitely be able to. Love you very much. Until next time.